policies. Would Japan like to see that? Uh, it would be maybe different, uh, but uh, uh, but anyway, uh, I I hope that Japan will uh, should should uh, take some more uh, proactive roles uh, in the, uh, having the some such uh, multinational frameworks, free trade frameworks. Um, that that would be probably a good chance for Japan to to have more leadership. Well, thank you very much, Namoto Sensei, for joining us this morning. That's Naoko Namoto, who's financial economist at the Asian Development Bank Institute. You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. Final look at the markets for this morning in uh, Australia. The SX200 up 1.5%. The uh, Hang Seng uh, looks like it's going to add about 1% to the open. Markets in Japan closed for a public holiday today. In the commodities markets, Brent crude oil trading at $39.27 a barrel. And gold is uh, almost unchanged here in early Asian trading at $1,895 an ounce. There's no money talk tomorrow. Just a reminder once again that we will have our US election special from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. I'll be here along with Hugh Chiverton and Danny Gittings. We'll be bringing you the results live. Plenty of analysis from a large panel of guests. That's right here on Radio 3. Or you can listen through our app, RTH Gay, on the go from 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Back chat is coming up after the news with Hugh Chiverton and Ada Wong. The weather forecast, sunny periods, dry during the day, maximum temperature of about 26 degrees. It's going to be mainly fine and dry in the next couple of days, windier midweek this week. Temperature right now is 22 degrees, 68% relative humidity. 8.31 and a half, here's Samantha Butler with the Half Hour News. At least one person has been killed and 15 wounded in the Austrian capital Vienna during a terrorist attack in the city centre. Police said several gunmen with rifles opened fire in six locations near the central synagogue. One suspect has been arrested and another shot dead by police. Here's the BBC's Gordon Carrera. The Austrian authorities are talking about a manhunt underway with checkpoints, saying that a number of people are still at large who are armed and dangerous. The Czech authorities have put increased surveillance on the border in case anybody's trying to escape across the border. So it's a really troubling scenario for people in Austria. We don't yet know exactly what the motives are. Of course, people are reading something into the fact that it took place close to the synagogue, given that synagogues had been the focus of attacks, of jihadist attacks in Europe in the past. But it's too early to say exactly what's behind this. Joe Biden has told supporters that America has had enough of the chaos of the Trump presidency. Addressing a rally in the key state of Ohio on the last day of campaigning, the Democratic contender said America was done with the tweets, the anger, the hate, the failure and the irresponsibility. He said America was on the cusp of change. Tomorrow, tomorrow we have an opportunity to put an end to a presidency that's divided this nation. Tomorrow we can put an end to a president that has failed to protect this nation. And tomorrow, we can put an end to a president who has fanned the flames of hate all across this country. Speaking in North Carolina, Donald Trump dismissed his poor poll ratings as fake, adding, we're going to win anyway, and he revisited familiar campaign themes. With your vote, we will continue to cut your taxes, cut regulations, support our great police, support our fantastic military, care for our veterans, protect your Second Amendment, defend religious liberty, and ensure more products are proudly stamped with that wonderful phrase, made in the USA. You're listening to the news on RTHK.
Good morning and welcome to Back Chat. I'm Hugh Chewett and your co-host today is Ada Wong. Ada, good morning to you. Good morning, Hugh. Today we're talking about the arrest of Democratic legislators and teenage bullying. Ted Hoy was arrested yesterday and charged over a rowdy meeting in Legco last May and seven of his pro-democracy colleagues have been arrested the day before. Critics have accused the police of selective enforcement after no action has so far been taken against pro-government lawmakers who also left their seats and got involved in scuffles when the rival camps fought for control of the House Committee. What do you think of the arrest? Charges were made under the LegCo ordinance. Is that significant? Is the administration desperate to silence any opposition among legislators? What sort of future does the Legislative Council have? After 9.15, we're going to be discussing recent bullying cases in schools, especially those involving girls and what schools and parents can do. Let us know your thoughts, your comments and your questions. Welcome, as ever. You can leave a message on our Facebook page. That's Bankchat on RTHK Radio 3. You can email us, bankchat at rthk.hk, uh, or you can call us and the phone number is 233-88266, 233-88266. Uh, we're joined on the line now by Emily Lau, former Democratic Party uh, lawmaker, Alan Lung, who's the governor of the Path of Democracy, Chris Young, a chief writer with Citizens News, and Mark Pinkston, a former government chief information officer. Uh, Emily Lau, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you very much indeed for, for, for joining us. What do you make of these arrests? Well, I think it is quite shocking and terrifying. And, uh, but, of course, as some of the legislators said, it's not unexpected. Uh, but to use the electrical powers and privileges ordinance against legislators is really quite, quite horrific. And uh, I think it is an attempt to intimidate the pro-democracy electrical members, but also members of the public, because yesterday, a number of people in the streets uh, came up and said, hey, what's happening? Why are they arresting them? So, so I think what they want to do is to send a message to the whole community that if you do or say the wrong things, you would be targeted. Uh, and this is really, really, I, I think this administration of Carrie Lam and also the pro-communist legislators, uh, they are just going berserk. And, of course, we know uh, there is a lot of dissension, a lot of uh, disagreement in LegCo and in the community. But arresting people is not a way to solve the problem. I mean, look at what's happening in Thailand. Months of protests by young people and older people, even against the monarchy and against the military government. And what happened? The Speaker of, the, of Parliament Democratic Party, uh, Mr. Chuan Li Pai, he was a former prime minister. He convened a meeting in parliament to try to resolve it. And then now the news has come out that they are proposing to set up a national reconciliation committee. I don't know whether it will work, but this is the step forward. Look what, what's happening in Bangkok, in Thailand, and what's happening in Hong Kong. I think we are heading in the wrong direction. And if they think they can intimidate the pro-democracy camp and the Hong Kong people into silence. I think they are crazy. That will not happen. Hmm. Um, Emily, if I remember correctly, uh, on the video, it was shown that uh, legislator Raymond Chan uh, was actually dragged along the ground by um, uh, Kwok Wei Kung for several metres. Uh, 
Well, uh, Kwok Wai Kang is still there. He has not been arrested. And there, there were other legislators from the pro-establishment uh, camp who, who were also um, involved in the, in the scuffling. What, what do you make of that? Well, I think you're right, Ada. And of course, um, I think Raymond Chan has tried to take a private prosecution, like what I did <laughs> 20 years ago. Uh, but I think uh, it seems the Secretary of Justice is taking it over. And, and they would not take action against these people who were involved in the scuffle. And even one uh, pro-Beijing legislator, Paul Chair, said he thinks, you know, Kwok is, you know, should be targeted too. So there is no justice. Uh, they are just going crazy. And if you try to resolve conflict in such a way, you will just provoke more conflict and more confrontation. And I think their their aim, I mean, what what I think is the order from Xi Jinping is to just silence all silence all the uh, pro pro democracy camp and uh, and throw them all out and and so that let's go there will be no dissenting voices. I mean, how awful! Alan Lung, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Do you, do you agree with uh, Miss Lau there that uh, the this is an effort to uh, basically intimidate legislators into silence? Well, you, you can, uh, there is a form of in- intimidation, but to me, I couldn't figure out why the government is doing it and how it was done. It, it is baffling to me. In, and incidentally, uh, we did recommend it the national uh, uh, the. the uh, National reconciliation in Malta, and it wasn't follow up, and so on. But why do are they doing it? Are they show, trying to show that justice must be done, or are they using the so-called rule by law instead of rule of law way to do things in Hong Kong? Because uh, it, there, there can be no justification that uh, the most physical, violent thing person caught away from dragging uh, the other uh, 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 legislator on, on the floor. He, he wasn't arrested. And why, why is the government doing it? it? Has Hong Kong descended into banana republic? That, that is the real public thing. One of, one of the things they managed to achieve, the Hong Kong managed, government managed to achieve, is to get the foreign consuls trying to figure out What's happening? And I don't, I, I know, I, I don't think they could figure out what's happening, and, and I don't know what's happening. Is, is it so mysterious? Isn't that exactly what they're doing? I mean, this is when when you get authoritarian regimes taking over yes, uh, all over the world. This is this is what happens. They will silence the media. They will target education, and they will target the legislative councillor and. The uh, democratically elected politicians. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not really a surprise, is, is it? This is why what they will have to figure out. Is this really an order from Xi Jinping, or is this a local government? You know, sort of way of doing things. I, I, I personally, I have dealt with that. Xi Jinping personally made the order to arrest those, those legislators. It, it doesn't happen that way. It's in my mind. It, it's it's something like uh, the police force going out of, out of control and the, uh, the top of government is, doesn't seem to be controlling the uh, police action and, and why is this happening? Why has Hong Kong descended into this? And, you know, wh- where is the justification? 
Uh, Ronnie Tong has defended this this uh, action, saying that you know Legco should realise it's not a separate little kingdom uh, on its own. Um, do you agree with him? I was wondering why he said that. I mean, if he's a lawyer, that you know he must defend the uh, sort of uh, 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 rule of law instead of the uh, rule by law way. I mean, it's it, it's not just because somebody or, or the police thinks the legislator have 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 uh, done something criminal. I mean, only the police appears only when there's criminal acts involved. It has to be seen, and if you go by the rule by law sort of uh, philosophy of doing things, the public has to see it as just and fair to everyone. And it certainly doesn't, isn't moving Hong Kong towards that, that direction and moving towards the mainland rule by law, law that, that cannot be good for Hong Kong. Just a few uh, e e emails first. Uh, this is from Andrew Kay, who says, So the hooligans who disrupted this meeting have finally been arrested? Great. Another example of activists who think they're allowed to break the law with impunity. Then they claim to be victims. What rubbish. Time to pay for their stupidity. At last. Perhaps you could invite them to speak on Backchat about the good things they've done for Hong Kong and its population during their term. That should be a very short programme if they have the guts to participate. And Herman says, since taking office, Ted Hoy has been paid quite a bit of money, and what does he have to show for it? Aside from a lot of grandstanding, not much. He should have been arrested on that basis, although he could make restitution by paying all his salary back. Ted's track record and behaviour really call into question his fitness to function as a responsible legislator. While I'm sure Ted will blame the pro-government camp for his failures, if he'd sincerely tried to do his job, maybe he could have actually accomplished something. There is a saying, Ted, when you point a finger at someone, three fingers point back at you. And Peter says, contrary to the pandem's own belief they're on a holy crusade in the name of democracy and that Christ compels them to commit crimes they should know they are they should they commit crimes, they should know they are not above the law. Their behaviour in LegCo confirms over and over again that while they are thinking for democracy, they are not actually ready for democracy. Democracy means majority rule, but unfortunately the pandems most likely prefer the literal translation of the ancient Greek word for demos, which is closer to mob rule that is from uh, Peter uh, also with us is uh, uh, Mark Pinkston a former government chief in, in information officer Mr Pinkston good morning to you and thanks for for, for, for joining us um, what, what do you make of this uh, is the administration trying to uh, intimidate the democratic camp into silence good morning you no not at all what we have in any democratic society is a, a good, healthy opposition, which the pro-Dems are. Uh, the role of the opposition is to be the watchdog over the performance of the administration and safeguard public spending. They are there to ensure the good health of the population, that the poor and the elderly are taken care of, that our transport system runs smoothly, and that laws are passed for the betterment and safety of Hong Kong people. The opposition are there to, to uh, are not there uh, to yell and scream and pick fights. That's before they can't get their way. That is childish and achieves nothing. The legislatures on both sides of the house must maintain decorum to solve their problems. What we have seen is, is during the, the incidents we're talking about is, is a mob of clowns 
plane to get public attention on TV and, uh, and radio and newspapers. Uh, and for the money they're earning, which is more than $100,000 a month, plus, 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 uh, in my point of view, they're not worth it. They should be working for the betterment of Hong Kong and not just there to pick fights for television. Um. Mr. Pinkston, uh, it is one thing to uh, to be screaming and yelling, uh, w which is not very civilized. Uh, but um, on the other hand, is it an offence um, under the Electrical Powers and Privileges Ordinance? Well, yes, it is. Oh, from what I gather, I'm not a lawyer, uh, and people like Ronnie Tong and Leong and so forth are better equipped for that. Um, but uh, it appears that. Uh, Ronnie Tong was saying that the spoken word is protected under the privileges, but not the action. And from what I understand in the press reports, is that these people have been arrested for their actions, not what they've said. Uh, Mr. Pinkston, you said you said you didn't like the way these people behave. The the, the point about legislators is surely that, that you have a vote and then as many people as possible uh, see whether they agree with you or not. And if they, if a majority of people don't agree with you, then they continue in their jobs. Uh, that's correct. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I don't quite get your point there, Hugh. Well, you don't arrest people that you don't agree with. You may think they're clowns, oh. but you don't send clowns to prison. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, they were arrested for breaking law. As simple as that. And they weren't. They weren't arrested for for speaking or doing things um, that were within the confines of law. They were breaking the law, and they've been arrested for breaking the law. Um, it's, it's like anybody in the streets. The powers and privileges ordinance does not uh, account for breaking the law, and that's what they were arrested for. Uh, I mean, the the point about being intimidated into silence is that. Uh, it seems that legislators are facing, well, not just the unrepresentative system uh, of the Legislative Council and, uh, and the functional constituencies and so on. Uh, we saw uh, in the last election that um, large numbers were not even allowed to stand. Then, of course, the election was postponed. Uh, the rules on who could vote are now being, uh, it seems, changed in a very kind of blatant gerrymandering. This is... This is familiar territory, isn't it? This is, this is when an authoritarian regime takes over democratic institutions. This is what it's going to do. Now, I think they're still going to get stick to the rules of law. What you're, what you're talking about to you is that the, the acts of, uh, uh, um, which have been carried out are, are excellent. nothing to do with intimidation, quite honestly. People go out to grab attention for the press, and of course it's played up a lot, by, especially by the Western media. Uh, and it's not intimidation, not at all. Um, the, the, the rule of law is protected in the basic law, and so is the freedom of speech. And people can say whatever they like, as long as it doesn't lead to sedation and so forth. So I, I'm sorry, I disagree with you that, that this is intimidation. Uh, the rules have been changed. The rules have been changed and amended uh, to tighten them up. At the moment, they've been too loose, and people have been taking advantage of them.
Okay, uh, also with us is uh, Chris Young, Chief Writer of Citizens News. Uh, Mr Young, good morning to you. Thanks for, uh, for, morning, for joining you us. What do you, what do you make of these, uh, these arrests? Well, I think the, the arrests of uh, any legislators uh, for their acts in meetings uh, are political. I, 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 this is the nature of it, quite, quite clear. And um, uh, uh, the, the more ironical thing is that um, I think anyone who remember what happened on that date uh, are, are scenes of um, a legislator from the pro-establishment Federation of Trade Unions, uh, Kwok Wai Kung, uh, say, dragging uh, a pro-democracy uh, member, Chen Chi Chun, say, on the ground. I think that that scene, uh, I think that, um, well, uh, uh, kind of uh, con controversy, I think, was perhaps the most serious, uh, say, incident uh, at that meeting. But no action had been taken well, on I, that. I think the argument, the argument is that yeah. he, he was trying to stop somebody who was trying to stop LegCo. So uh, he had no criminal intent. Uh, I think that's the, that's the argument, isn't it? He was on uh, he was on the right side. Well, <laughs> so it's it's not well, what that, you do. That's a, that's a judgment. Uh, I think that's a judgment. I think uh, it will. Well, that's uh, what the, well, that's what the have, DOJ it, has it, to do. It, uh, you have yes, exactly. You have to be. Uh, it has to be say substantiate and, and debate in uh, court proceeding. But but judging from what we all have seen, say, on, 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 on what happened that day. That's the, that, that's the most serious uh, incident, not at first. And secondly, um, I think um, similar, say, um, say uh, chaos uh, in electrical meetings, I, I, I would say, are, are part, of, part and puzzle of, say, of, um, say parliamentary politics here in, in, in Hong Kong. But, but the fact, of course, is that uh, it's getting more ugly, and uh, aggressive uh, in, well, recent years for, um, I think, for reasons that we all know. I, I think the, 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 the unfair system, the distorted system has become more and more intolerable to, uh, to the Democrats and to, to their supporters in the, in the society. So, so in post, we've seen, say, um, supporters for democracy Accept a greater degree of, uh, say, you may call it violence, use of force, or aggressive tactics, um, inside and outside, uh, legical. So that, that's, I think, the, the root of the problem, or the things that we have seen in, in, in recent years. And, and, and unfortunately, uh, what the government, the police, the prosecution, the prosecution, uh, uh organs have been doing, have say aggregate the aggregate the aggregate the problem, and uh, up to a point that now we've seen the more uh, most ironical part is that the, the pass and privilege ordinance have been enacted to say um, protect or give say uh, greater say uh, support to legislators for speaking out for say taking the the administration the executive authorities uh, say uh, uh, being accountable. To, but now uh, it's a short now pointing uh, to the uh, to people holding the dissident the, the, the political dissent, and I, I think that's not good. That's not be good for Hong Kong. Okay, so just a transport announcement uh, because of an accident. Uh, the Chunkwano tunnel towards Chunkwano, uh, all lanes are closed. 
that's the Chanquano Tunnel towards uh, Chanquano. Uh, uh, all lanes closed near CLP Power uh, on Chanquano Road. Closed to traffic, so watch out in that area. Ada. Um, Chris, um, uh, yeah. you know that this is not the first, um, uh, you know, disturbance in Netco. In 2016 or so, uh, Long Hair, Long Kok Hong, yeah. um, there, there was also a contempt charge um, because he had created a disturbance. Uh, but that was only one person. And now we have eight people uh, being arrested. What, what, what do you, you know, what do you think the future holds for Letchco? We will have an election, hopefully, in less than a year. Uh, would that intimidate, would that deter people from, um, from standing? Um, no, I think uh, what, what the government, uh, the police, the, as I said, prosecution, say, uh, organs have been doing, uh, I think will add more fuel to the fire. And um, the, um, uh, what's the end game? I mean, uh, 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 do they really think that uh, they, they can kick all Democrats out in, in Netco, which is already, say, um, uh, heavily tilted towards the pro-establishment camp because of the e- election system. There, there, there are going to be, say, a, 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 a substantive number of, say, um, Democrats in, in Netco, um, even though perhaps uh, some Netco members will still perhaps be facing criminal, say, um, charges, say, uh, will be uh, will be dragged into long-running legal battles. Um, but um, there will still be, say, those Democrats in, 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 in Mexico. Are, are they going to, say, the government and the pro-establishment, are, are, they, going, are, are they ready to, uh, say, uh, face a more, say, uh, 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 more strength and more tension and more, say, uh, uh, protests of this kind inside Legco, making the Legco uh, un- 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 unworkable. I don't think it's a long, is a is a is a is a sustainable say tactic for the for the for the government uh, by going to the extreme. I would say uh, in maximizing the use of say police power, prosecution power, and ordinances like power and privileges to say um, to say I think. Kind of elim- try to eliminate the room for Democrats in 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 Mexico. I think that will only push people to the streets. Uh, Emily Loud, do, do you agree? If the Democrats were removed, I mean, we saw the the Civic Party was simply not allowed to stand. Uh, at, you know, the, the last election. Uh, if if the Democrats were removed from the Legislative Council altogether, what would happen? What would be the consequences? like they did in Nigeria and Thailand and elsewhere. And I think, you know, as we speak, I think the Legislative Committee on Rules of Procedure is about to meet, and they are trying to change the House rules and the rules of procedure to stop filibustering, to stop, uh, you know, people speaking for too long. How can you do that just because you have a majority? But that's not democracy. Democracy is about debate, competition, argument. Democracy is about compromise and then making a consensus. But they are moving away from it. They just want to use their numbers in the LegCo and the police and maybe the People's Liberation Army to suppress dissenting voices. And this is madness. So I think the whole of Hong Kong, 
people who care about Hong Kong should speak out and do whatever they can. Mark Pinkston, do you agree? Well, I think I think Emily's being a bit bit over dramatic there. Um, what we have is that Emily talks about compromises, and I agree with her wholeheartedly that that's what's needed. What we have is that the administration would put something to the to the um, legislature for approval. It is voted against by the pro-democrats. Now, instead of having a meaningful discussion about that and, and perhaps moving amendments to, to make the thing work, uh, the pro-dems have instead uh, resorted to violence. If they don't get their way, uh, they scream and yell and throw things around uh, in a non-democratic way, or sorry, I suppose it is democratic, but they're not achieving anything. And the objective of an opposition in the legislature is to scrutinise what the government is doing and to make amendments to that. And I'm sure that the administration will listen to them. Uh, and just coming to a compromise, I agree with Emily on that point, that both sides have got to come to the table. Uh, okay, a uh, comment from Greg, who says, what your correspondents Peter Herman, Andrew Kay, etc. forget is that Ted Hoy, etc. were elected. Alas, these tiresome hacks favour dictatorship. Mr Pinkston may be a nice man, but he's a spent force. Opposition in LegCo is tokenistic, and he wants to perpetuate this folly as officials force through laws without proper consultation. That is uh, from Greg. Thanks very much indeed for that. We'll continue the uh, conversation with that. Uh, Emily Lau. Emily Lau's got to go. Uh, after the news at nine o'clock, Ms Lau, thank you very much indeed for joining us, former Democratic Party lawmaker and head of the uh, Democratic Party. We're also going to be talking about the issue of bullying uh, in schools, especially among uh, girls. The weather forecast before the news at nine. Sunny periods uh, due today, and it's going to be dry with a maximum temperature of about 26 degrees. Uh, the outlook mainly fine and dry in the next couple of days. Windier in the middle of this week. 22 degrees, the latest readings, with a relative humidity now of 69%. Bouldering. Commentators said the ruling would be devastating for Mr Depp's acting career. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Welcome back, back chat this uh, Tuesday morning with Ada Wong and Miku Chuitan. A reminder that there are problems on the uh, the Chunkwano Tunnel uh, towards uh, Chunkwano. Are all lanes closed? That was at uh, 8:45. Anyway, that information uh, closed near CLP Power. That's kind of halfway up the hill there. Uh, towards uh, Chunkwano, you're advised to use uh, alternative uh, routes. Uh, we're talking in the, the programme today about uh, the arrests of uh, those Democrats uh, and uh, charges relating to actions in Legislative Council. Also going to be talking about uh, teenage bullying later with uh, Priscilla Loy from the Hong Kong Committee on Children's Rights. We want to hear from you as well, of course. Uh, you can email backchat at rthk.hk. Uh, you can comment on our Facebook page as well. That's backchat rthk radio 3 and everyone can see you there what you write tc says remember remember wong yuk man and other progressive pan democrats were engaged in protest tactics such as throwing bananas or trying to steal the fs's speech how did moderate pan democrats like the democratic party or civic party react they held a press distancing themselves from them more recently how did the moderate pan democrats react to how sixus lung and yao wai ching during the oath-taking controversy and related confrontations 
they condemn them. Uh, those comments uh, on Facebook from uh, TC. Thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, yeah, um, uh, just an update on the uh, Chunkwano Tunnel. Uh, all lanes uh, which were closed because of the accident have now been reopened to traffic, but uh, traffic queues will take some time to disperse. Um, Tom says uh, on uh, on, uh, in an email, uh, according to their social media, the seven detained politicians were all released the day of their arrest or possibly the day after. And over and over again, people who are arrested are released uh, within 48 hours. However, Western media reports democracy activists arrested as if they've been locked up and the key thrown away. Why don't they use the expression held for questioning? Uh, that's what they would say in the US or UK, wouldn't they? Uh, there's been a bold headline that Jimmy Lai has been arrested about 20 times so far and no one has noticed that it's Groundhog Day. I think there is, an there is a difference between an arrest and uh, merely being taken for questioning. Yes, I think they, they have been arrested and it is uh, the law that, um, you know, there, there must be bail or bail decision within 48 hours. Uh, and charges have been laid as well, I think, in those cases um, not all of not, them not not necessarily okay yeah um, you can be arrested without charges and, uh, and some you, of the you, jimmy lie cases have, there's no charges have actually been yes yeah. uh, not not yet but then they have to report back to the police every week uh, at, a, at a fixed time okay uh johnny says hi back chat i'm not condemning or condoning the arrests of several democrats However, I was looking at South China Morning Post headlines from a year ago. The cover story read, Chaos and violence descend again on the streets of Hong Kong. Office of Xinhua News Agency in Wan Chai attacked for the first time with its glass doors and windows smashed. More than 200 arrested as MTR stations and businesses with mainland connections again face vandalism and arson. Uh, in contrast to the chaos of one years ago, our streets are now safe. We can go to the malls on Sunday without fear of violence, tear gas and petrol bombs. Some might attribute today's relative calm to COVID-related rules that restrict crowds from gathering, though I believe the national security legislation can take much of the credit for the sea change we've witnessed in restoring law and order to the streets of our camp. The pandemic camp will blame Carrie Lamb and or police for last year's violence, while the blue camp will blame the pandemic camp. Whichever side you support, the pandemic leaders must shoulder some of the blame, so I won't be shedding tears if some of them are arrested. That comes uh, from uh, Johnny. And uh, finally, one from uh, Martin, uh, who says, uh, it's laughable. This is relating to some other yes, uh, 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 comments uh, addressed to, to Martin. Uh, it's laughable how members of the Backchat Monitoring Committee to denigrate anyone who dares question the official line attack those listeners who send in reasonable and rational comments on current affairs that are not in sync with their views. DY's labelling me as an Aussie Maoist is risible. I think, in fact, that was addressed to, uh, that was referring to Matthew. Uh, uh, Martin goes on, where is the basis for the charge that residents who speak out on local issues are controlled by foreign elements or subscribe in any way to the many appalling policies expounded by the US and other administrations? We are local people with a keen interest in the unravelling of our own society. Maladministration in other jurisdictions is best left to their own nationals to tackle. We have far too many problems of our own to contend with. Those people who believe that we deserve a fair and just society will not be cowed, even by a consistent and virulent smear campaign. That is from Martin. Thank you very much indeed for that. Backchat at rthk.hk. Uh, email address. We're joined now by uh, Mark Pinkston, former government in a chief information officer, uh, Alan Lung, who's the governor of the Path of Democracy think tank, and uh, Chris Young 
a chief writer of uh, Citizens News. Uh, Alan Long, we, we, you know, how do you see this playing out? Do, do you think the administration wants to have a a, a, compl- a a rubber stamp legislative council? Is that what they're aiming for? I think even before they get to that, the administration has to face the uh, almost the consequences of passing the, the bug of political sort of disagreement to the court and this is what not this is what this is a, a good example of what not to do and 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 the judiciary just shouldn't be involved in politics in judging what's happening in uh, in the legislature but there is a, there is another comment about you know closing down the the the, the little butstering gap to be fair there are many legislatures uh, including Europe, Germany, and so on, that doesn't allow prolonged uh, filibustering that, that shut down the uh, the, uh, the legislature. So it is not not that the government is not. I mean, administration or the or the legislative council chairman is not trying to do things to do uh, do the right things, but it's the it's the way they're doing it that causes controversy con- controversy. Which cannot be good for Hong Kong, for for Hong Kong's international image, for in Hong Kong uh, position as you know, as center of center of uh, international center for trade, health, financial center, and so on. I, I I I do not know what 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 how this will play out. It really depends on the administration whether the administration thinks through it or receive better political advice before they do that. You know, this is out of control. You know, this is an administration that doesn't consider the wider picture and look at very narrow. Oh, they they broke the law. There's a chance of there's a chance of a conviction, so we send send in the police to arrest them, without even thinking through the consequences of of what Hong Kong is facing. So. Um, no answer to you. Uh, Alan, if, if, you, if you look at it, uh, well, very soon um, the electrical um, rules and regulations will be changed. There will be no filibustering. Um, and uh, if more um, pan-democrats are arrested uh, because of uh, scuffling and sort of disrupting electrical sessions, then perhaps uh, the next batch uh, would, be, would have to be more polite um, and uh, and so how how could they voice um, the um, I, you know, I, the dissent? Would, I... And you know uh, perhaps and also in, if you include voters from the Greater Bay Area, then perhaps the numbers of Democrats uh, to be elected will be a little bit uh, less. And so at the end of the day, the pandemics are still there, but um, they will be an insignificant minority, and they can't filibuster. They can't really uh, influence any any decisions. Um, in the LegCo. Is that the uh, end game? I think the, the uh, pandemicrats have a bigger problem to face than those uh, sort of short-term tactics that you just described. Uh, there's a the, he- the headline, there's an inside story in Morning Post today, Opposition Fears and to Tactic in LegCo. That may be a good thing that, that it forces if the uh, pandemicrats to focus on policy, policy research, policy formulation that really challenge the Hong Kong SAR government. Right now, they are not focusing on that. They, they think of themselves as election in machineries, that the only mission in, in town 
but that that applies to uh, to uh, what I'm going to say applies to the the blue camp too. It's to win an election, win the election. They have no brains, no brains to to uh, to map out longer term policy, uh, uh, constructive criticism of the government to change courses, and this is why they're not in some in some respect they're not respected. That's just part of their problem. The other problem that the Democrats is facing is the split between the the radical wings, the the localists, and the traditional parties. And this is according to Andrew Chiu, Chiu who uh, who uh, whom I uh, met a few, only a few days ago, telling us that this is what the pandemic is facing. The split. So with the pandemics, in fact, with some the sort of localists, that those who advocate independence, or do they focus on doing what a, what a real opposition do? What uh, Pink, Pink, Mr. Pinkston said. So you know, I know I know what I'm, I'm saying is I, I seems to be helping one side and then the other, but we're in the middle and driving Hong Kong towards a direction and a position of uh, even democracy. Beijing could could accept. Democracy under one country, two system, is the only way forward. Okay, there's a comment from uh, Alan, uh, a different Alan, uh, who says uh, government ejects and arrests opposition legislators on various pretexts. They cancel elections they would lose until they can add a million mainlanders to the voting rolls. They harass and arrest journalists, and still no investigation of violence by police. Hong Kong is just now a one-party state with no accountability. Hong Kong people will not accept this. That comes uh, from uh, Alan. Uh, Chris Young, the, the, you know, the, this claim of a one-party state or a police state is, has been made. Uh, does it have any substance? Or is it exaggeration? Well, um, well I think it, it is, it, it's increasingly likely. And um, uh, what, how, they, how they deal with journalists, um, say uh, the opposition, the legislators. Um, uh, so what will happen? I think the, the extradition bill lesson uh, must must be learned. What we have seen is that um, there's a, there's a lot of say suggestion questions raised uh, on the extradition bill, and that had not been say seriously and thoroughly debated in the legis in the legislature, and the so-called opposition had no power to change. Uh, the government decision. So that, that result in, say, mass protests. And what we, what we, what we have seen now, what happened in, 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 in Hong Kong. So, um, total, total failures. So I think, uh, unfortunately, that has, that lesson had not, not been learned. And, uh, quite the opposite. I think now they're trying to, uh, say, uh, make logical, um, I would say not just not just uh, the, the, the Dem Democrats, um, say, kind of a subordinate to the um, executive authorities. Um, well, it, it will be moving towards increasingly like a rubber stamp uh, uh, legislature uh, if, say, the time for debate will even be shortened. And we will have seen the, we, we, will, we will see uh, pretty highly efficient uh, legislature, perhaps unlike the Chinese National People's Congress. Standing committee, which could say enact a, a national security bill within say two within two months in, in perhaps a two or three meetings, uh, such an important bill and, and finish say uh, 
well with high efficiency. Is that something that we're going to accept uh, in, 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 in Hong Kong? I think yes. I think there's a, there's a lot of, say, uh, theatrical protesters, uh, filibustering in, in natural. But, but I think, um, um, well, that's, I, I would say that's, that's part of uh, elected politics and, 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 and parliamentary, say, um, uh, uh, the debate process. Okay. Here's, here's a, an email which uh, has the uh, subject line, question for Pinky. Uh, this is from uh, Matthew. I think it's addressed to Mark Pinkston. Uh, in, in his mind, how does, this is what Matthew says, in his mind, how does Mark Pinkston justify the inconsistency in the application of this law with regard to it somehow not applying to the pro-Beijing legislator who dragged the pro-democracy legislator across the floor during the same meeting? Does he think arresting even the mildest of pro-democracy legislators is conducive to the spirit of compromising he's advocating? That comes from Matthew. Mr. Pinkston? Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think your, um, your correspondent is referring to the national security law. Uh, no, I, I think the, no, the, question is, the question is about the, um, the, the legislators who have been arrested following this, this incident in the Legislative Council have been, only been on one side and that uh, a legislator who, a pro-establishment legislator who dragged, who it seems dragged uh, a, pro, a, a Democrat across the floor, has not been charged, and this seems to be inconsistent. Well, well the police are, or, have already said that there could be further, further arrests uh, uh, in this incident, so, so it's not over yet. Um, Ted Hoy, for example, was arrested only yesterday as part of the group, and I expect there will be more. The, um, uh, you know, I saw a graphic picture of um, uh, Julius, um, Julius Ho looking like, uh, um, what's his name, the, a fighter with his wrists fade, ready to take, take on anybody on the floor. Um, now, I think, I think there'll be more arrests. There won't be just the pro-dems. I think you'll also find some of the... Um, the establishment supporters will also be arrested. Okay, well, we'll see. Mark Pinkston, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Former Government Chief Information Officer, many thanks to uh, Alan Lund, Governor of the Path of Democracy, and Chris Young, a Chief Writer of Citizens News. Thank you very much indeed for, for uh, joining us. We wanted to turn today to the uh, issue of uh, bullying. This is after another um, uh, video has emerged on uh, social media of uh, uh, girls uh, bullying, uh, teenage girls bullying uh, uh, another girl. Um, Mr Tang, uh, who is a teacher, uh, in an email says, uh, with the subject line, bullying can be eradicated. The issue of bullying has come to the forefront once again with the latest case allegedly involving a friendship dispute. While physical bullying is easier to detect, cyberbullying may go under the radar. My experience as a teacher suggests that the types of bullying teenagers were in revolved in a decade ago appear gender specific meaning that physical bullying was more common among boys and manipulative cyber bullying usually involved girls but the trend has changed somewhat with both genders engaging in both types regarding cyber bullying an irresponsible social media user can pass on information rumors and gossip about others without their consent whenever bullies know someone has a skeleton in their closet they are tempted to prey on victims vulnerability and gain gratification from sharing other secrets 
secret. Such doxing behaviour is an alarm for concern with an increasing number of impressionable young minds engaging in such acts without realising the potential legal consequences and irrevocable pain they inflict on victims. To nip bullying in its bud, strengthening pastoral care at school is the key. Specifically, teachers on the discipline team can check on students' online activities and take preemptive action, such as issuing warnings and giving punishment, whereas members of the guidance team should follow up on bullying cases by counselling both the bullies and the victims. Class teachers can also designate students to be the eyes and ears so they can report bullying cases. Deepening legal, moral and values education is as important. It's essential to teach students to obey law and order, care for and respect others. Those thoughts from Mr Tang. Joining us for comment now, we have Priscilla Loy, Chairperson of the Hong Kong Committee on uh, Children's Rights. Ms Loy, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you, Mitch, indeed, for, for, for joining us. So we, we have this uh, a, another video, you know, uh, I- emerging. It's kind of eye-catching because it's, there are girls involved and because it's a physical bullying. Um, you know, it, 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 it makes these headlines and gets discussions like this uh, and so on. But, you know, does it reflect, uh, is this kind of the tip of the iceberg? Does it reflect a, 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 a problem? Is it, and is the problem increasing or decreasing? And um, the bullying, both in the actual world and on the virtual world, has been with us for a long time. And the trend that um, it was mentioned seems to be uh, those registered uh, cases that come to um, the headlines. But, um, in fact, both boys and girls are bullying people and have been bullied uh, by others. So the situation has been there. But um, it has been sort of allowed in a certain way to linger on for really far too long. Uh, what I mean is that um, the entire society, uh, particularly our leaders, our policy makers, needs to um, make a, a more um, vicious, a, a visible, I mean, and powerful move. Um, at the current moment, seems to be a very punitive way of handling the bullies because. In actual fact, I think the act of bullying itself allows a lot of emotions uh, and anger because these, um, I would call, perpetrators seem to be desensitized of people's pain uh, and um, suffering. Uh, But the important thing is to trace the root and understand more in depth. And I think through the decades, we should be um, understanding a little bit more um, about the um, the inner workings of both the victims and the perpetrators in order to identify early and to bring in the kind of help, not only lock them up or, or in a way, not physically but emotionally, uh, shame them, uh, uh, chain them up, but um, understand why they have become a person as such. And of course the victims are healing a lot of effort and a lot of way, a lot of effective way to help in order for, for the victims to stand tall and be able to protect themselves and not to harm others as a result. Um, yes, um, in the last few months we have seen uh, a couple of um, uh, schools uh, 
you know, with uh, very young students, uh, students who are in junior secondary, 13, 12, uh, they, they they have been involved in bullying cases and videos um, uh, were leaked out and uh, put on the web. Uh, are you worried that they are girls and that they are young? And what could be some of the reasons uh, behind um, this sort of anger and, you know, yes. insensitivity? Yes, I think we should all be um, concerned and worried about our children, about very young. Because here we have studies for very young children who have um, exhibited emotional disturbance, say, in the COVID-19, or beyond that, the, the social unrest, and, um, and even beyond those two years that we have been um, experiencing. So the very youngs are spoken, uh, and the particularly now the adolescents um, are, are, have spoken in their different ways. But have we got the message that they are disturbed? They, they, they are disturbed cognitively, emotionally, and in terms of emotional relationship in the family, uh, with peers, and in the, eventually in the society with authorities. So I think our community needs to devote resources, um, say, right from the policy address and the budget address that specifically targeting for early prevention of children's rights. And I think the bullying issue needs to be perceived as rights being violated. Um, of course, the victims have been badly violated and need to be protected. And also those who violate people's rights, we have to go deep in understanding individual cases. Now we, we, are, we have general characteristics and trends which need to be understood and those both locally and overseas. But the individual cases needs to be going depth to understand in order to prevent further harm done to other children or to themselves. But we, we don't have the system. And in fact, in the Commission on Children, <clears throat> we advocates have been um, asking many times, calling for serious cases and fatal child cases to be reviewed, not just consultatively or in some, but individual ones, so that we will really be addressing the fundamentals. But um, we, we didn't manage to get through that door yet. Um, if um, you know, if they're very young and uh, they um, they committed this offence, and if they have been charged, so the the usual route is to go to like a juvenile um, centre. But uh, apart from that, as you said, you know, these punitive measures do not go to the root. Uh, what else could be done? And in particular, um, in schools where they are now at um, probably like two social workers per secondary school, uh, what could be done? Yes. Um, the, the message we have long been sharing is that um, respecting, defending children's rights is everyone's affair, uh, including, of course, the children themselves. And uh, the, if we guide them early for, for these um, children or adolescents who bullied, they have been left alone for too long. Many of them have been deprived of quality care, guidance and supervision. They've been left in the streets. Um, the parents have been so busy or parents have been in disadvantaged circumstances and they themselves have been, say, vulnerable and powerless. And, and, and because of 
cornering them to the extent of using further violence and aggression, or some even the aggression turning inward or turning to different areas. It's destructive for our entire society. So a different way of seeing the whole thing and in handling the whole matter needs to come, and I call that a paradigm shift of mindset. Okay, well, Priscilla Loy, thank you very much indeed for joining us, uh, Chairperson of the Hong Kong Committee on Children's Rights. Jay, in an email, says, as regards to bullies at school, put a few cameras in classrooms and show the parents what's going on. My kid is primary, but I find his teacher on his groups. Apparently this happened because someone was using bad language on the uh, internet. Referring to our earlier discussion, Alan says, your guest was saying that pandemics should concentrate on policy, sneers at them for not contributing ideas, just being negative. They're not allowed to introduce any policies. The only power they have is to criticise and filibuster, and that is being removed. That comes uh, from uh, Alan. Uh, an email now from uh, Bowen. This is on the subject of uh, Henry Lytton. Uh, Bowen says, Henry Lytton's objections to our city's judiciary have been much publicised but unfortunately seldom critically analysed. He's rehashed the centuries-old complaint that court judgments are too difficult for the public to understand, to discredit our judges. But the fact is that if judgments had been easy to understand before 1997, litigants and potential litigants would not have paid hefty legal fees to be advised by lawyers, including Mr Lytton himself, when he practised law. As the author of a revenue law textbook once said, that which is not simple cannot be stated simply. Mr Lytton practised law in an environment which is governed ultimately under the oversight of a liberal democratic regime, so there was no need for the courts then to adopt a so-called human rights orientation, the inclusion of which is, however, required after 1997 under a new legal regime underpinned by a written constitutional document. Judicial reviews stemming from the demarcation of responsibilities of two different levels of government operating under two completely different systems were also never necessary before the handovers. The legal systems of Hong Kong and the UK were basically the same. Because of these last two observations, the new jurisprudence and angles adopted by the SAA's courts after 97 are not, in Mr Lytton's words, quote, obscure norms and values from overseas, which are totally unsuited to Hong Kong's new cir- uh, Hong Kong circumstances, unquote. The new legal regime and methods are necessarily pre- are necessary precisely because of Hong Kong's new circumstances. They're also not, in Mr Lytton's words, quote, unfundamentally wrong and opposed to basic common law principles, unquote. They've been practised for centuries in common law jurisdictions other than the one where he received his legal education. Mr Lytton suggests that our courts should not concern themselves with constitutional law issues, especially those involving the mainland's authorities. If the courts would stay away from sensitive public law issues in general, the mainland's authorities would not interfere in our private law cases. That approach ignores the fact that given the circumstances up north, the distinction between rights under private law and public law need not exist, and in fact probably does not exist in the minds of the mainland's authorities. And once the juridical integrity of our courts is shattered, the court's jurisdiction and independence would be gradually, but almost certainly, further eroded. Machas Rokos' salami tactics are used by politicians, including Chinese politicians, of course, on a fairly frequent basis. That comes uh, from Bowen. 
And uh, one more comment from Anthony, uh, who says, uh, referring to yesterday, uh, Chip Cho was a great guest. He's very witty and sarcastic. Please have him again after the election. Uh, also, rest in peace, uh, Sean Connery, the Scottish legend. Looking forward to tomorrow's special election coverage. You'll need a couple more trips to the lavatory for a five-hour show. See you tomorrow. That comes from uh, Anthony. That's right, Anthony. Yes, stand by, because we're going to get uh, all guns blazing for the uh, coverage of the uh, election. Uh, tomorrow, the results of the American election, starting at uh, 8 o'clock, going through until uh, 1 o'clock. Uh, Danny Gittings, uh, myself, and uh, Peter Lewis uh, presenting the uh, programme, as I say, from uh, 8 to 1. Uh, lots of commentary and uh, lots of reaction, we hope. You're very welcome to uh, email us and uh, join in also uh, on our Facebook page uh, as well with your thoughts on the results as they come in. That's what we're going to be covering. We've got a panoply of uh, commentators and uh, uh, observers uh, from all sides who will be uh, also uh, talking about the results uh, as they come in. I hope you can join us. should be very interesting and exciting tomorrow. In the meantime, Ada, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. The weather, sunny periods, dry, temperatures up to about 26 degrees and the outlook mainly fine and dry in the next couple of days in the windier in the middle of the week. 23 degrees now, relative humidity 66%. Hi, I'm Lazy Lion. To fight this pandemic, don't hold gatherings or join large-scale activities. Event organizers should adopt contingency measures to postpone or cancel events or temporarily close facilities. The public should avoid crowded places as far as possible. Don't host or join gatherings with family and friends. Find an open space to stretch. Social distancing can help prevent the spread of COVID-19. These are the tips for you and me to prevent COVID-19. 934, the news with Samantha Butler. The Vienna mayor says a woman wounded in an attack in central Vienna has died of her injuries, bringing the civilian death toll to two. One gunman is suspected to be still at large. Another was shot dead following a terrorist attack near the central synagogue when gunmen opened fire at six locations. Joe Biden and Donald Trump are using the last hours before Election Day to exhort supporters in battleground states to get out and vote. Addressing a rally in Ohio, Joe Biden said Americans were done with what he called the hate and irresponsibility of the Trump presidency. Speaking in North Carolina, President Trump dismissed his poor poll ratings as fake, adding, we're going to win anyway. And a senior World Health Organization official has urged people to support governmental measures aimed at trying to protect populations from the coronavirus. Dr Mike Ryan said European governments in particular were facing a very difficult situation and had limited options. I'll have more news at 10 o'clock. Stand by for the brew. Uh, sociology prof from the University of Set and Costume Designer, interpreter of Beethoven. And by also shy, quiet and retiring doggy council, co-founder of Rockefeller Records. Hello. This is really for adults, it's not really for kids. Yeah, well, it's fun, you know. Hello. Decipher what's happening behind the myth.